going to be a very Star Wars heavy episode, obviously. Um, our very own Kyra of the Relatable Podcast oh my gosh. just returned. That made me sound like somebody. Thank you so much. <laughs> she has just returned from Star Wars Celebration, and we are on the heels of Episode 3 of Obi-Wan Kenobi. A bunch of trailers dropped for Star Wars, so sorry, but... We're not sorry. We're going to be talking about it's, Star Wars yeah, today. Yeah, it's Star Wars season. And I feel like we've been waiting a while to talk about all the things that we're going to talk about. Specifically, we have Obi-Wan now. We haven't recorded since Obi-Wan dropped. And the show is absolutely incredible. I can't believe we're ready three episodes in. As of last night, the third episode dropped. You guys need to watch the show if you're not watching it. It's only going to be six episodes and we're ready halfway through the season. So yeah. I'm already kind of sad about it. What am I? Uh, friends on my improv team, he was like, I only watched the first part because I want because I want to really savor it, and then watch the second part later. Yeah. And I was like, Why the fuck would you want to do that? Like, yeah. That's so dumb. And he was like, You know what? That's really funny because I told my girlfriend literally that if anyone was gonna spoil the second part, it would be you, Ilsa. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna like. Yeah. Not say anything. I, I've I've had a couple of friends who watched episode three before me and they're just like, Can I tell you one thing? And I'm like, Absolutely not. Like yeah. if you say one thing I'm going to block you. Like if you if you ever want to like talk to me again, like just stop right now because we won't be friends if you ruin this show for me. You know? That's me. That's what I feel. Like I'm like do. this is no, no, I'm that I'm the bad person. That's oh. like can I just tell you one thing? I, I feel like I'm, I'm like, <laughs> can I just tell you like you what, push one it. thing about it? And I'm yeah. like, the, the only thing I'm gonna say about it is I won't give anything away, I but... I won't give anything away, <laughs> but, yeah, that's yeah. me. No, it's, um, oh, man, I just, I think, and that, that had me thinking about, like, the worst things that were ever, like, ruined for me, like, plots or whatever Ugh, in movies. Don't even get me and started. And I know, I know are we thinking the same say. thing? We're thinking the same thing, and yes. you guys, it's fucking Wait, Harry Styles. Wait, what? Harry Styles in a turn. <laughs> Wait. You already started saying okay. it. Okay. Because I was going to be, like, saying on three, one, two, three. I was gonna say Star Fox anyway. Star Fox, Harry Styles. Clearly, <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's it's both. The same thing. He's both. Um, multiverse. Um, yeah, no, that one. That one still hurts. I still get really mad over that shit. That was just like the worst spoiler ever. Yeah, God, time, that made me so mad. Every time I think about it, I have renewed anger for, about it. I so. literally am like, oh, it would have been so good as like a. Eternals was great, but then to have that as a post credit, it's like, oh my god! Like yeah. it was, it was still amazing. But, whew. anywho, yeah, we are definitely gonna ruin Star Wars for you right now, Obi Wan. Oh, yeah. If you haven't watched this show, if you haven't seen any of these trailers, I feel like the trailers, it's not really spoilers. Um, they've all been out there for a couple of days now, but the show definitely we're going to get, we're gonna dive into that. Um, so definitely don't listen to this episode. If you haven't watched the show, um, if Wait you're savoring it. it, yeah. Um, but yeah, like Ilsa said, we have a bunch of trailers that were dropped at Star Wars Celebration. I was lucky enough to go to that this weekend. It was literally one of the best weekends of my life. So many nerds, so many good cosplay. And honestly, the best part were the panels because they did a panel for just about everything everything great in Star Wars. Um, so yeah, we're going to dive into those trailers. And also some of these trailers haven't been dropped online. So if you're really interested in what Tales of the Jedi, we got to see an Ahsoka teaser as well and a whole preview for the Mandalorian season three. So if you guys want to know a little bit more of what that's going to entail, definitely stay tuned because we are going to talk about it. Yeah. All right. What do you 
What should we start with? I think we got to start with Andor. Okay, I yes. think we just got it right up, right off the bat. Oh my god, it was so good. <sighs> so we amazing. watched this one yesterday. It's already out on our YouTube channel, our reaction to the trailer. Um, we were very, we've been pumped about this We've been this waiting one. for this one. I mean, Rogue One, just an incredible Star Wars movie all around. I'm so glad we get Diego Luna again to see him in action as Cassian. He's incredible. Yeah, see, getting Cassian back is incredible. I always wanted more of him. I think I mentioned it in the trailer when we did the reaction, but I was like saying, I always wanted to see more of Cassian, and I yeah. was like really upset when he... Yeah. How Rogue... Spoiler. Yeah, Rogue One <laughs> ended. This movie came out like a decade ago. Yeah, so it was... Hopefully a... you've seen it. Hopefully no spoilers, but... Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, they, they, they were rebels that kind of sacrificed themselves, and I was like, I don't want this to be the end of Cassian's story, even yeah. though I know it has to be. It was the most tragically beautiful poetic ending to Star Wars movie, I think, honestly. It was yeah. just like, you were left numb. Oh, the whole so theater broken. was silent, but you were like, wow, the rebellion is so fucking awesome. Like, no. And then the way, I don't know, they show Leia. I literally will start crying. Yeah, the way oh, they show Leia. So yeah. good. Rogue One. She's like, what is this? And she's, like, and she's like, hope. I can't. God, and so that show, this show is going to be taking place five years before that. So, I mean, you know it's going to be amazing because we're going to see the Empire is at fucking large, Darth Vader's in his prime, and all these rebels, and now kind of Jedi are in hiding and, you know, just trying to, like, survive and form this rebellion and get even stronger. And, yeah, so shit is definitely going down in this show for sure. So it's five years before, so I feel like they could do, like, five seasons then. I know. Give it to us. Well, they're already renewed for a second season. Yo! So, and they, first one hasn't even dropped. And um, also, thankfully, I feel like besides Mandalorian and Bad Batch, a lot of these shows that are going to be coming out are kind of, like, shorter. Obi-Wan's six. Tale of the Jedi is going to be six. Um, Andor is going to be 12 episodes. That's so wild. Which is like, fuck it. You know it's going to be like, great. They are bringing it. I'm kind of glad. I'm not glad COVID happened, but I'm glad that everybody was like allotted extra time to work on these projects and really like think through them because Andor is just super hyped by now by everybody. That's cool that it's 12 episodes because yeah. that means that it was meant to be like a continuing series. Like right. a long series. They have a lot of stuff. It was never stuff. supposed to be like a limited series like Moon Knight or like how... Book of Boba Fett or yeah, something. Yeah, things like that are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also excited just to... Don't get me wrong, I love the Skywalkers, but it's nice to get away from that main like storyline that they do in every single movie we kind of just have these people who are super important behind the scenes that are building up to the skywalker you know storyline and legacy and it's cool to see you know hence i mean they're not little people but like the people behind the scenes who are getting acknowledged you know that we're building the rebellion and working so hard just to get to one moment to the next to defeat them the sith so super stoked i mean we got forrest whitaker returning as saw Gerrera as well which is like one of my faves. He's he's amazing. <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, it drops August thirty first, you guys. So we have man. It'll be here before we know it, and that it's gonna go until November. That's how long this show is gonna go. So I'm excited. Another excuse to live as we enter winter season <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> 
You know, you guys, right after right after mid-September, Chicago just turns into a desolate wasteland. We all stay inside. We Honestly, all bring on our boots. No, it gets it's good until October now. So I don't know. I feel it's like, like weird. It's like summer is like now like July to October. Yeah, global warming. <laughs> what what a concept. Um, what a concept. I, I blame Donald Trump. Blame him for everything. Um, I just with like, do you ever go to Riot Fest? No. Okay. I don't <laughs> so, like festivals. I don't like loud That's okay. Um, <laughs> Riot Fest usually is like mid-September, and that weekend always ends up being like really cold and rainy, and I guess that's just what I associate the changes of the seasons with, so. Oh, it's always Yeah, cold it always gets cold, but then it like gets hot for like the last week, and then it completely just shit, but I like October. I like the fall. I like pumpkin spice. I like all that basic bitch shit, so. Anyways, and or you guys, August 31st, we're stoked for it. Let us know if you're stoked for it. If you're not, just go watch Rogue One again until you are excited for it. Indeed. So. <laughs> um, I think next we will jump into another one of our beloved favorite shows that we've done um, live watches on our YouTube for. We have a Bad Batch season two coming. Uh, I love Bad Batch. We also watched this trailer. Um, we are editing it and in the process of posting it to our YouTube within the next day or so. This will be dropping um, fall, early fall 2022. Yeah. So again, right around Ando, we're going to have two Star Wars shows at the same damn time. Oh, I'm so excited. God, that just makes me so happy. I mean, because both of these groups of people are just, I mean, kind of not at the same time, but relatively close in time, right? Like yeah. Andor is five years before Rogue One. Bad Batch, now we're a couple years after Order 66. So it's all just about the rebellion and kind of fitting in the pieces in between that we haven't really seen, so... I'm so excited about yeah. this. I fucking love The Bad Batch so much. I don't know. It's like my feel-good show. It's like my guilty pleasure. Um, I still need to get my tech tattoo, which I will. I don't I know why I'm obsessed want, with that I kind of want a Bad Batch tattoo yeah. as well. Like, we should get, like, the, um, I forget the Clone Clone War, whatever their um, number is, the troop, I forget. 99. 99. Clone we should totally. <laughs> um, what did you think of the trailer? I mean, I was excited. Yeah, it was just like flashes of different stuff that's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be action-packed. It's going to be fun. You know, like, they've established their relationship. Um, Their rock is Omega. Like, they just... (sighs) Everything that she does, they kind of... They they now, like, respect her. She comes on missions now. Yeah, she's got a little helmet. Yeah, she's part of the squad now. So cute. She's not going to be left behind. They trust her. Um, Hunter Daddy isn't gonna leave her behind anymore. Um, I think. I think Daddy Hunter. Daddy Hunter is gonna, you know, let her come out on the trips, and Wrecker's gonna be happy about that. Cause, you know, oh, they're the Wrecker best and together. Omega are like besties. They're bond. Wrecker lost his bestie to uh, the dark side. Crosshair. That fucking voice is so creepy. Every time he talks, it's just like, oh my god. Yeah, you did love Crosshair. You always loved his like. Well, I remember. I liked his voice. I remember yeah. always being like, and you're like, I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I like how, how evil he sounds. Yeah, no, he's definitely evil, and I, I do want to um give a mention here. So we, I, I did go to the Bad Batch panel, and we did get to see D. Bradley Baker. And Michelle, I'm going to butcher her last name, even though it's three letters. I'm not sure if it's Ange or Ange, A-N-G, probably Ange. Um, anyways, amazing. She car- um, she plays Omega. D. Bradley Baker plays literally the entire Bad Batch. And they did a read-through of one of the scenes upcoming in this season. And they had, like, their producer just reading, like, the in-between parts of what's going on. And, like, he just jumped from Wrecker to Tech to Echo to Crosshair to Hunter. And then it was Omega. And it was, like... He, they're like some of the most talented people I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. And they don't have any visuals when they're 
recording. Like it gets sent off to a production and then they don't see it for like the longest time, you know? So they were there watching the trailer for the first time with Celebration. So it's like, oh my God, like it's just so much talent goes behind these um, animated shows. And I think we gotta, we gotta give them props for it, you know? Let's see some more Fennec. Hell yeah, is Fennec going to show up? Fennec, put Fennec in everything. I love her honestly, so much. Honestly, honestly. She, she is the glue that held Boba Fett together as well. I want to, I want to, yes. Oh my God, her ending scene. Yeah, like, she's just so badass. God, she's so badass. Makes it look so easy. I mean, she's, I almost think she's like force sensitive. She's just so talented. Mm-hmm. But um, also in this, we do see Palpatine. We have the Emperor entering the Bad Batch season two, which is pretty Somehow, fucking. Somehow, Palpatine has returned. He always shows up. He always shows up. I mean, I guess he was never gone. Dameron quote. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow, Palpatine has returned. That Poe Dameron. That's it. (laughs) What a quotable guy. (laughs) He is. Um, We did also get to see a Jedi Wookiee. That was cute. I know. Oh yeah. We saw him in the first season, though, right? Or we saw him in Clone Wars, at least. I think. Yeah. Definitely. They they were kind of. They pop in. I feel like. Yeah, he was in Clone Wars. I think because um. I remember that episode where they were forging their lightsabers and they were all inside the cave. Yeah. Uh, one of them was a Wookiee and they were like, oh, like you're, you're a Jedi Wookiee? They're like, that's rare for your kind. Yeah. And I was like, shut the fuck all up. All Wookiees matter, okay? <laughs> like give them a chance. But it's cool that we're going to see them kind of... Is in- it not rare for everyone's I kind? know. If you're force sensitive, like that's yeah, not normal. I feel like it was like to say that yeah very rude um it's almost it reminds me of like harry potter like oh you're half blood you're not a pure blood or some yeah, shit exactly. you know like okay draco like, okay damn um like, can't be jedi. right you're just scared because they're fucking wookie too and they could like literally without even being a jedi just like defeat you you know what's rare because i've never seen it is an ewok jedi or a jawa jedi <laughs> okay so that's rare i would pay to see both of those be jedi they need to just yeah. take for fun that would Ewoks be fun do need to be jedi that'd be so cute they, they were very helpful in return of the jedi they, were. they could definitely i would give one of them like can you imagine the little mini lightsaber on an, on an ewok exactly like a little uh, grogu saber yes they already have them in that size. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I love, I think this show is going to be incredible. It's cool that they're going to be around a lightsaber, the Bad Batch and everything. You know, they haven't really come into contact that much with Jedi. It's only been clone based, right? So, I mean, where are they going to go from here? You know, there's, they, we did meet a rebel in Bad Batch season one. We got to meet young Harris and Dula. And we do know she goes on to lead the rebels, and we do know Kane and Jarrus is going to be, you know, her, her boo thing, her husband, her baby daddy, and he is definitely a fucking Jedi. So, and Ezra, I mean, so there's just so many. Maybe they're just starting to introduce, you know, that the Jedi are around, and maybe they'll run into someone. Yeah, because that's what this, I'm like that's what's going on right now with like Obi Wan Kenobi, like everything that's happening is yeah. like there's Jedi around, and some made it out. And it just, it reminds me of, like, this Darth Vader comic that I read where, mm-hmm. like, Darth Vader literally went out on his own to kill, like, remaining Jedi. Dude And, like, took pissed. them all on, like, himself, and it was crazy. And you don't root for him, but, like, he, he he's a murderer. He is <laughs> such a murderer, and I keep making excuses for Darth Vader. <laughs> I have been Big my time. whole fucking Big life. Time. But, um... 
Yeah, we're definitely going to touch base on that because we do get to see Darth Vader in action this this latest episode of Obi-Wan. So that was sick. But yeah, you guys, Bad Batch, season two, early fall 2022. So stoked. Our trailer reaction will be up on YouTube in a couple of days. Probably, probably tomorrow. Probably by tomorrow. You guys, so at Celebration, we got to see a Tales of the Jedi preview. If you go online, there's like a couple of articles um, that are kind of discussing this, but there isn't a trailer yet. Um, this is going to be uh, produced and made by Dave Filoni. It's definitely his baby because we are going to see a lot of young, younger prequel characters and things going on in that time, which is crazy because they've done so much already with this time with Clone Wars, but they're taking it a step further. Uh, we got to watch the first episode and it's baby Ahsoka with her mother. Yeah. And it was literally the most beautiful. I will cry. I probably will tear up talking about it. It was just like, she's literally a baby. You see her being born in her little village. Aww. And you see, it's just like so cute. And just little baby Ahsoka without her tendrils. Yeah, I, saw, I saw stills of it. So cute. And then um, she basically, I don't want to ruin this episode because it's way too early, but you're going to get to see that bond. You're going to get to see her village. And there's something really cool that happens with Ahsoka that she does that kind of just shows her first, you know, like she's not normal. She's, you know. For sensitive. sensitive. Um, <laughs> she got a high kind of Um, for <laughs> But um, this is going to be six episodes. They are all animated shorts. So uh, I wish they would be a little bit longer, but they are going to be shorts, um, which means probably like 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, we didn't get to see any of these episodes, but we do. We got to see com um, confirmed pictures. We'll post them on the Instagram along with this episode so you guys can see some of that. Count Dooku as a Jedi. Yeah. With a blue saber, like just completely good Jedi. I mean, not all good, but you know, he's yeah. still, he's still, you know, yeah. on the Jedi side, which you guys, I mean, I think, I think most people know if you didn't, now you do. Count Dooku used to be a Jedi um, before he became a Sith, and he just so happened to be uh, the master to young Qui-Gon Jinn. That was his apprentice. Yeah. So. And that's what's confusing about the whole prequels and if Count Dooku was actually bad or if he was like working with because I've talked about this before but yeah. I think that he was actually working like against the Sith secretly because like he said like Qui-Gon would be on my side and then Qui-Gon wanted Obi-Wan Kenobi to teach the boy so then maybe Obi maybe Qui-Gon was actually evil the whole time maybe both Count Dooku and Qui-Gon were both evil at the same time right. I just have a lot of thoughts and then Jar Jar Binks back there like, like everyone's evil <laughs> exactly I don't know like cause cause it's like if Count Dooku is saying that Qui-Gon would have been on his side for everything and would have is like down for this plan and knew about it yeah then that means that Qui-Gon was either good or evil and Count Dooku is either good or evil and if we're all assuming that Count Dooku is evil that means that Qui-Gon is evil and he knew that uh fucking Anakin was gonna turn bad and he was like you need to get, you need to train him because he needs to take over. Then it's almost. He's the chosen one for the Sith. Right. And then it's like, oh my God, is Obi-Wan a little bit evil then? Because he agreed to train. No, I think they just left no, Obi-Wan Obi in the dark. No, Obi-Wan didn't know anything about it. Yeah, he about it. Obi-Wan's ultimate good guy. He's not an anti-hero. He would never he's do anything hero. bad. Yeah, he's he, ultimate good. I was sure. also thinking about this. He is the hero of the prequels. I even realized it, but like, he's like the main guy in all of it oh my god the battle he's, with grievous he has like yeah. he literally sets it off he's always doing shit and he's always alone he never has backup yeah like he doesn't does everything alone and it's like well, except for the fight with qui-gon yeah but right. like he he ends like, it though anakin's just a kid in the first one so he's yeah. not the main person 
It's like Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson are the main characters, and then Obi-Wan's the only one left at the end, like, because yeah. Qui-Gon dies. And then, I don't know, he's a really big part of the second movie as well. And then in the third movie, he fucking wins. Yeah. He beats he the bad guy. He has the high guy. ground. He has the high he ground. He beats the fucking bad guy. And he, like, you know, like, I mean, he loses ultimately, but he wins his he, battle. He loses everything. And it's just like, shit. I mean, God, I love Star Wars so much. <laughs> I love that um, we do get to see young Qui-Gon. Um, there is a little cool fun fact here. We do have Liam Neeson returning to voice him. And... There is going to be, I think, stages of Qui-Gon because Dave Filoni said the younger Qui-Gon is going to be voiced by Liam Neeson's son. Yeah. So that's, like, sweet. Oh, that's That's, cute. like, so cool. Keep it in the family, right? That's awesome. We do have Obi-Wan's daughter in the Obi-Wan show, so that's kind of yeah. cool. Um, and she says that line about how her dad abandoned her. And it's like, her. and she had to like act Excuse that with me. her dad. Excuse me, that's your dad. He put you on a movie set. Right. TV set. Nepo, Nepo baby. Um... But yeah, we do also, you guys, this show is good. This show, I'm, I'm really excited for this. We get to see Mace Windu as well fight alongside Count Dooku. We get to see Obi-Wan and Anakin with Ahsoka. We see a still of her in the Jedi Temple with Yoda over there sitting down as well in her training. Uh, this is just, if you're a Clone Wars fan, this is going to pull at your heartstrings because, again, we know what ultimately happens. But to have some filler episodes and to see the relationships that all these people built... And I just, I always think to my core that count, the prequels just, we didn't have enough time to develop everything, right? Like you only have a limited time with movies versus TV shows. And the, obviously the Clone Wars wasn't that big during the prequels. It wasn't really even a thing, but it's cool that we're getting like Count Dooku's backstory because I think his character arc is just so fascinating and interesting. And there's just so much more to him than we realize. And yeah, I do, do want to say RIP uh, Christopher Lee that tragic he was he played count dooku so um r.i.p to him it was actually his 100th birthday during celebration and they didn't say anything they didn't say anything i'm like come on guys how did you not say anything um but yeah tales of the jedi late 2022 fall 2022 six episodes you know it's gonna be on disney plus um yeah you stoked i'm stoked it's gonna be fucking awesome anakin obi-wan and ahsoka that that's just so fun all right you guys mandalorian season three Long awaited. Got pushed back. It was supposed to be out this fall. It is now going to be dropping February 2023. It's just such a happy show. I'm glad that he has um, paired off with the other Mandalorians. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's like joined them. And we get to see Pedro Pascal's face now. He's not under the mask. Hmm. Although he's sexy as fuck with that mask on. Oh, the I do vo- gotta the, say. The mask and the yeah, voice, the man. Yeah, the mask and the voice. Something is like, about that voice. It's something. And it was, like, interesting, because, like, when he takes his mask off, it's like, huh. It's kind of underwhelming. Yeah, it's, like, very underwhelming. Put it back on. Put it back on, quick. Yeah. This didn't happen. Um, sure. You look better Uh, with your helmet on. I get why you've been wearing it nonstop. And there's only fucking, he only has two other Mandalorians, like, uh, that were, like, part of his religion, like, his crazy one. Yeah. Like, his psycho one. His super intense cult. He's, like, the the Mormons of the Mandalorians or something. (laughs) I think you just <laughs> gave it another title of a name, the Mormons. What would you what would you call what's a super intense religion? The, I just think of a cult. I don't know. Yeah, like the the Scientologist. Scientology yeah, there you go. The Mandalorian yeah. Scientologist. Scientologist. Tom Cruise is one under one of those masks. 
<laughs> no offense to Mormons. Sorry about that. <laughs> we love Mormons. We love Mormons. If you're a Scientologist, I don't know. They're also accused of being culty. Yeah, I don't know. That that new show. I is watched out. that. Did you watch Real Housewives of whatever the fuck? Oh, Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Salt Lake City. Interesting. Interesting shit. Um, that one bitch is definitely in, in charge of a cult. It doesn't even, I can't believe that shit goes on right now in like present 2022. Yeah. So fucked. It's so, it's so in your face, but it's also hidden. It's just weird. Cult-y. Oh my God. Did you watch that, um, way down documentary on HBO Max? No. Oh, it's so good. It was about like a cult that like, um, it's still going on. It's like based in Nashville. It's still going on. Yeah. But the, but the main people that did it, like, died in like a private plane crash but like they they're doing a second season because like after the first season came out all the like way more people came out were like this was a call like they did yeah so now they have like way more people like being like this is this is the worst I love I ever. love watching cult documentaries. It's so it's good. Just like, how it's do so people good. get? It's, some people actually have like really logical ways they get stuck into it too, and it's like really sad when they get controlled. Yeah. You know, like you can live here for free, and like your family do all this, but we have to take your children and train. It's like weird. Yeah. It's weird. Um. Oh my god, she was so crazy. Like they teach them to like beat their children and to like starve themselves. It's like weird. It's the, it's a great documentary. Highly recommend. Way down. I don't know what it's called. It's way down. Way something. down. Right. Adding that to the it's list. It's way down something, but it's on HBO Max. Alrighty. Hell yeah. We love we love a good cult doc. But anyway, Mando. Maybe they'll make a cult documentary about his little religion. Maybe they will. Maybe like I mean Favreau. really into it. Yeah, they could just do like behind the scenes of the Mandalorian cult. There's only three of them. And yeah, like, they it's could fucking do weird. like. A, comedy like like what we <laughs> like do, do in the, the shadows, shadows. <laughs> taika can direct it okay you're I welcome I've, disney run us our check youtube started podcast. doing it um secretly like <laughs> so annoying that you guys do this you steal all of our ideas every single time whatever we want to see it but you're <laughs> <Yeah>. welcome <laughs> and thank you for making and it and thank you <laughs> I guess we should do, um, before we get into the Mando, because obviously that trailer is not out yet. I'm really frustrated it's not because it's so incredible. But we do know that um, we had Boba Fett come out, and that kind of was a Mandalorian season three preview. Yes. Um, Grogu does return so with Mando. We see young Luke Skywalker in the all-black goth getup. We see him using the little fucking droids to build the future He's Jedi so Academy. I know. Ugh. Those those behind the scenes of the Mandalorian are my favorite to watch or Boba Fett whatever just because to see the technology they did and they showed this at celebration um Mark Hamill was there and the dude was there and then they would just Mark Hamill would act and then the guy that played young Luke, sorry, I'm, I don't have his name written down, he would do the same thing and it was just like can you imagine like having all that energy in one place and then yeah. having a soca around the corner? Like, you know what? Do you know what they were saying is that Sebastian Stan looks like a young Mark Hamill. I don't know why they haven't done it yet. Yes, no they one, need to do that. No one cares about Falcon in this season. Season like, no, let's pause that. Also, bring they him in. use like Marvel actors in all the Star Wars shit. Yeah, like yeah, Dameron it's the same company. Knight, like Kingo became this random guy in Obi Wan Kenobi. Like, right. 
They ha- they switch them out I'm all sure the it's time. easy. Everybody Everything. signs the same yeah. check. It's Disney. Like yeah. it's not like we're going to have to switch HR departments or something. Exactly. Like it's going to be fine. But um I think so they were talking about how they casted young Luke and they said he like sent in an iPhone like video and they like went through a million people and they did like dummy like scripts. Mm-hmm. So nobody knew what they were doing and then they just met this guy and he was just like meant to be Luke you know and then they like had they were like oh yeah we want to like Skype with you and do like a video Zoom call I don't know why I keep saying Skype I'm back in like the 2000s Zoom and it was like Favreau and Filoni on the Zoom call with him I'm like can you imagine just being like oh this is the role you get I would my pants I would I I don't think I would be able to talk but um I would literally just like thank god it would be Zoom because I would have shit my pants right there yeah like I would be not okay I'd be like no yeah. I would probably, like, slam my computer down. I would walk away. I would just, I like, I need a minute. I just just go in the other room and like, scream and be like, ah, and they hear you in the like, background. Um, is this a prank? <laughs> like, take off your mask. Is that really you? Um, but, yeah, I like that they found him kind of, like, randomly and he was unknown. But I do think Sebastian would absolutely kill it. Those deep fakes online are, like, so good of him being Luke. But, um, yeah, so we have Mando... With uh, Grogu chose Mando, so cute. Me and Ulsa were torn on this. We we she she thought Grogu was gonna Go choose to him, with, and I'm yeah, like, choose him. train with Luke. But no, he chooses love. Yeah, I, it was great. He's gonna be a good. He's gonna be a good one. He's gonna be a good baby. He um, chose love. You could tell, like he's they're so in love with each other. I, it's so precious. Everybody was calling yeah. him daddy at the. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I haven't called him that yet. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? He totally is. He is a daddy. He's daddy. He's daddy, if you will. Um, but yeah, so we do we do know that Mando removed his helmet. Sorry, don't really just reminding you. Um, removed his helmet. We had Bo Katan come in, which was fucking incredible. Um, so we do know that she's running shit on Mandalore. We do know in this trailer they show that um Jin is very pissed off at himself for taking off the mask and he wants to he says this line he's like I'm go and it's in the voice and it's just so hot and he's like I'm going to Mandalore to be forgiven for my transgressions and it's like they show him on Mandalore this is the way you see Bo-Katan <laughs> um I mean Bo-Katan is such a fan favorite she is incredible she obviously wants that dark saber and that's they're all torn about that right now and we did also see Moff Gideon you know, he gets taken away at the... He's still alive. Um, they're saying he's sent to the New Republic for interrogation right now. So we know we know Giancarlo Esposito is in the background, who is literally at Celebration. I've never gotten to see him in person or hear him speak. And he's also in Breaking Bad, one of my favorite characters. He is just like a force to be reckoned with. I love him so much. I'm glad that he's still alive and he's still going to be showing up. Um, yeah, this season looks like it's going to be amazing. Uh, we're going to get to see Mandalore and we're going to get to see all that in action. Bo-Katan, I mean, looks like it's going to be fun, fun stuff. And little babe, the little baby with them, you know? Little baby Grogu chilling. But I, what's going to happen though, because they kind of like warned us, they were like, you know, he needs to be trained. Like he has power, but we need to train him. So like, what's going to happen? Is he going to like. What, like something's gonna, I don't know, cause it's like Something's every like give. baby Grogu's always been very helpful. Yeah. Um, whenever he could use his powers, but like, yeah, is he gonna like lose control? Like, he's also if he's not being trained, is he like more susceptible to the dark side? 
There's just so much in the air, like, I don't really know about. Yeah, and we do know in the background that Luke is going to start training young Jedi, and we know yeah. there's a little kid named Ben Solo who's probably a baby right now, too, existing or about to start little existing there. Ben. Which is where I get almost like, it, we get put in this spot where it's like, oh, we have the new trilogy of Star Wars movies that are out, but obviously they made Mando after that, and it's like there's no Grogu in any of those or anything. So it's like where the hell were they during all of that? Like what happens to them? I hope nothing tragic. But I mean, it just makes you wonder because there's no official Yoda species anywhere ever seen besides Grogu and Yoda himself. So it's like, I don't know. It's crazy that he wasn't getting down with The Force Awakens or <laughs> all of those people when shit at the fan, you know? I think they're like a rare species. Yeah. Like Yodas. They're rare and they only hang out on Dagobah in the swamps. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember me and the nerds from my improv team were talking about it and they they had some theories. Yeah. But we don't need to bore you with them. <laughs> Just go to your show. Yeah. Don't talk about, talking about Come to show. my show, June 12th. I'm the portal master. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm, I, t- I so already pumped. got the day off. I think I'm bringing some friends. Portal here. god. Whoa. Portal um, bitch. <laughs> Are you going to wear the Harley Quinn suit? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell I'm yeah. I'm going to be the portal bitch. Portal batch. I'll make a portal sign. Batch. Go portal batch. Go portal batch. I'll be like the dude with a sign on Instagram or something. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys, Mandalorian season three, February 2023. And also during this panel at Celebration, we got to see an Ahsoka trailer, which is also going to be coming out right around the same time in 2023. Rosario Dawson herself came out. Um, basically, in this trailer summed up, we confirm that the rebels are going to be involved. We see Sabine run as well. We got to meet her character. And at the end of the trailer, they showed a picture of all of the rebels together with Ezra and Ghost and all of them in there. And holy fucking shit. Um, If you guys don't watch Rebels, we do know that um, Ezra is a Force-sensitive Jedi, um, kind of had a pretty troubled past. He kind of is very giving Anakin vibes, good, bad, he ends up with Thrawn at the end of Rebels, and they are nobody knows where they are. Yeah. So um, I feel like in Ahsoka, that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to go find Ezra, and Thrawn and Ezra are just, that shit is insane. I'm starting to read the Thrawn books right now. Shout out Evan for sending me all the links. Um, it's there's You think you know a lot about Star Wars, and then you're like, holy crap, Thrawn. There's so much. There's so much lore. And, the and Thrawn- there's some things that aren't even canon that yeah. become canon later. Like little tidbits. Yeah. Like a, yeah, from Obi-Wan, there was a lot of little tidbits like that. But um, yeah, Ahsoka is coming 2023 as well, you guys. Uh, huge news. I think they, they announced this during the Mandalorian panel as well. So maybe they'll all have ties together because it's all around, you know. Yeah. Those times. But, all right, you guys, that's going to do it for our trailers. I know it was a lot of Star Wars stuff, but there's so much to be excited about. And on that note, should we go straight into our Obi-Wan recap? We should! Yay! We finally get to talk about Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor! It feels Uh like we've been waiting for this show. I'm so happy that this show is out. It makes me so happy. Much joy. I cried nonstop during Mm -hmm. the first two episodes. Uh, Yeah, it was... It's the best show 
I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and I'm very happy about it, it. It definitely takes the number one spot for me, too. It's just yep. nostalgic all around. I mean, I think we're going to go by episode and just kind of uh, break down a couple of our favorite moments, um, some of the key points in there. But I think we all just have to say... Holy shit, out of left field, curveball, little Leia. I mean... Yes, I was so happy we got little Leia. I, as soon as they go to Alderaan... She was never in any trailer. No. And Bullshit. It, it was never talked about. <laughs> I just see a paw come out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I wasn't even... I don't even know how to explain that surprise. It was just like the most pleasant, precious amazing thing it was like jaw drop the entire time as soon as you go to Alderaan and I'm like because I knew we did see that Jimmy Smith's Bail Organa is returning yeah so like maybe we were all just fucking dumb and didn't really put two and two together yeah I'm just like are they gonna do that like I I think I don't think I let myself as a super Star Wars fan like yeah you wouldn't let yourself think that like to be rude you know like you don't want to give it that high of an expectation yeah but like holy shit they surpassed it like it was like incredible you guys I mean little Leia this little girl who's playing her is the cutest just sassiest just you can tell she's gonna grow up to be Leia and she embodies everything our favorite princess general was and still is living on today um fucking loved it I love to see Alderaan we don't really get a lot of Alderaan you know because the dust are kind of just zaps that but it's a beautiful planet it's a beautiful planet yeah um they're rich. That's cool. Um, but we should, like, um, I know we want to go through the first two episodes, quick, yeah. but, like, we open on Coruscant in that yes. first episode, and that's kind of, like, upsetting. Like, you don't really, you know what goes on there, so you're like, ooh, this is bad. You're like, oh, my God, the, it's the younglings, and they're yeah. all training with their little helmets on, and you're like, oh, my God, no. They went for it right away. They did, like, yeah. Like, they were like, it's like, you're like nothing good can happen here. No, and of course nothing good does happen there. Um, but we do see um, we kind of focus on these baby Jedi's mm-hmm. that are like practicing without lightsabers. Um, so they're basically they're unarmed. They can't really help them. They can't really do anything. They're just little kids. They're yeah. learning the Force. Their um, master fights off a bunch of clones. Yeah. Um, they focus in on one little Jedi girl, mm-hmm. and that is a little black girl, and later we meet Reva, mm-hmm. is that her name, Reva? Reva, yes. So she's one of the Inquisitors, and as we know, they're usually, like, former Jedi, or just, like, Force-sensitive people, so, um, it was interesting that they focus on her. Yeah. And then as we are, as the camera's panning out, after the five Jedi kids do leave, yeah. Um, we also see two more Jedi still fighting off right. um, the clones. So it's very possible that there's like two older Jedi out there, like still right. kicking it, still alive. You know, yeah. Um, you... But that girl put up such a good fight, the Jedi Master. Yeah, she died. In, oh, it was so in vain, cool. And it was like, she, it was even just like John Williams' power of his music and the score, you're immediately, like, it's a fast-paced, like, song in the background, and you're, like, immediately, like, <gasps> like, no, they started the show off with the young, like, oh, my God, that's one of the most tragic scenes of Star Wars is when yeah. Anakin goes in there and the door closes and his lightsaber comes out and you just see his face, like, defeated, like, 
I can't even I can't even believe they did that. I yeah. can't even believe they did that. And it's so cool that it's not confirmed that Reva is that youngling, but I mean it's kind of I miss kind it the of first obvious because they be. focus in on her. Right. But it does lead you because later the Inquisitors say that she came from the gutter, which leads you to believe that maybe she's not from I think the she Jedi just, Temple. You know, Coruscant, like in the lower levels, maybe she just ended up there in hiding or something, you know. They probably just Yeah, or, possible. Or yeah. maybe she maybe pr- she's probably never said anything like I yeah, came from the Jedi. She probably Temple. was just playing like stupid yeah. to survive and then they realized how powerful she was in training or something, you know? Yep. Yeah, she's she's a survivor, Reva. And on that note... Flaming her ass came from the gutter. Fucking dick. Please. That's like a Drake song. Reporting live from the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta relate. Shout out we gotta Drake. Champagne Shout out poppy. Drake. Uh, always got a song to relate. Yes. <laughs> um, but also on that note, I do want to say, if you are sending Moses Ingram, who plays Reva, racist comments or being a complete hater because of who she is and the color of her skin and her entering this universe, you need to get the hell away from the Star Wars fandom. Yeah, like, that need, is horrible. Yeah, you need to stop being a Star Wars fan. You're a fucking racist like, pig. I can't even believe this shit. Like, it is heartbreaking. It is disgusting. Like, I just don't even know how you could even look at somebody and think those things. I'm so pissed that this stuff is still going on in 2022. It brings up a lot of the stuff that happened with the newer trilogies with Finn and Kelly Marie Tran. Like, just... Please stop the hate. Appreciate all of these characters. They're giving their all to these shows. And Moses Ingram is honestly one of my favorite characters of Obi-Wan. She's killing it. And she is a force to be reckoned with. Literally. We'll, we'll, we'll touch base on some of the stuff that happens with her. Yeah, she's playing evil really well. And I know that a lot of times villains in TV shows will get shit on because of their characters and how the characters are behaving. And they're like, how could you do this? How could you do this? Because people right. can't really like realize that there's a actor playing them. They can't separate they can't reality separate from a TV show. That's that's a problem in its own right. Right. But when you add being a racist like Ugh. prick on top of it. Not a good look, guys. Not a good not look. Not a good look. Yeah. And we will call you out every chance we get. Yes. We love you, Moses Ingram. We really are an amazing yeah. character. Shout out to the brown girls. Hell yeah. Representation. Wait. Represent. Um but uh, okay. So on, on that <laughs> note, we just we just had it. We had to get that off our chest because it's just disgusting. People are doing that. Um, so we've seen the younglings. <laughs> Don't really confirm if they all live or die, right? They just are there. Um, and then we do it. But we do meet another Jedi later. Yeah. That uh, guy, that little it, he seemed young, so he seemed like one of the five that kind of like made it out. Who okay, was like um, watching the pub. For that guy. Yeah. And Reva fucking crazy just throws the fucking knife at the guy. Yeah. And of course the Jedi has to save his life. It's the easiest way to get a Jedi to speak up in a room, you know? It was <laughs> kind of funny how he was like, you know what makes the Jedi weak? Their compassion. I was like, what the fuck kind of shit is wrong with you? What kind of twisted ass, weird shit are you saying? But what Reva says is... um, she talks about the Jedi as well, and she said, they failed you, abandon you. And those are very powerful words coming from someone who probably was from the Jedi Temple and is maybe really upset at Obi-Wan Kenobi for not saving her. Right. For failing her, for abandoning her. Um, a lot of these 
Inquisitors were brainwashed and beaten, and that's how they were taken over to the dark side. Right. So, yeah, she's feeling some type of way. I think also, like, survival mode, too, at that point. If you were involved with the Jedi, or if you show any type of weakness, the Empire obviously shows no mercy right now. They're trying to clean up everything, you know? So it's just there's so many things that go into it. But yeah, the Empire, man, this just this show is making me hate him a little bit more. These Grand Inquisitors are they're they're they look badass. I think Reva's the most badass. The other ones are kind of just like, eh, kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, they all underestimate Reva and she's showing him up for sure. She's she's zooming. She's having FaceTime calls with Darth Vader in the background of it yeah, all. And I'm like, you go, go off. With, like yeah. He's, he's like on your friggin' like, yeah. Speed dial. Contacts, right? <laughs> People still do speed dial. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Um, I, have, I think it's favorite contacts. Probably, yeah. Something like that. They renamed it, rebranded. The only person that's allowed to get me during do not disturb mode is my dad. Yeah. Which harkens back to Drake, that line where he says, I only love my bed and my mm, mom. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I only love my cats and my dad. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> um, so after we see that, it, yeah, it does flash forward. To, so we know the show takes place 10 years. Um, after all of these events around Tatooine, the Inquisitors are obviously trying to go clean up all the Jedi, find them, kill them, do what they need to do to get rid of them. Um, we then see Obi-Wan oh, looking pretty torn up, pretty skinny, all, you know, just He's dusty. He's so old and dusty. He needs to get this He's motherfucker a glass of water. Yeah. He's thirsty. He's thirsty. He's in the desert. Can't get no water. He's He probably doesn't know about that Boba Fett trick where you got to, you know, dig in the sand and find the coconuts. Yeah, you know? right. They don't he have any still know. suits on uh, Tatooine yet. No still so. suits on Tatooine. They got sandworms, though, and just about spice Idiots. and everything else. Idiots. Uh, they got a lot of... Dude monsters in that mm. sand. <laughs> um, I love it. I love being that Dune person now. It's like totally a different edge I never had with Star Wars before. And then Rod said he saw Muad'Dib in the desert, but I don't remember that. Part. I I think he's referring. He also saw the little um the little mouse. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be Muad'Dib. Yeah, um, but they also call like Anakin, like they would call Paul the Muad'Dib. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what the little mouse was. It's right. Mad Muad'Dib. Um, insane. Anyway, <laughs> enough about that. Enough about Dune. This isn't a Dune episode, but it kind of is. Um, so yeah, we see Obi-Wan. He's like working on some like, um, conveyor belt, cutting up meat, goes and gets his little, his little cute little horse looking camel thing. Goes it and sits in the desert. shows how far he's fallen. Yeah, he's alone. He's very much in seclusion. He's very much gonna become old Ben for sure crazy old Ben <laughs> he's not helping anyone like there's people like that guy who was in front of him getting his money after the shift yeah like, this isn't enough to feed my family yeah and Obi-Wan could have beat that guy up and been like or just give him his fucking his, money or change his, his mind. mind and just made him give him more money but yeah. he doesn't do it it's sad you definitely see it. and he, it's all out of hesitation because he wants to survive and his greater purpose we see is Luke um, yeah. 
after a couple minutes, you see him kind of <laughs> get his binoculars out and he's kind of like just watching over Luke, which you know is his whole purpose. I think that's the only thing keeping him alive right Honestly, now. Honestly, yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of poetically, tragically beautiful and sad, but we do see him zoom in on Luke, young Luke, who looks just like a young Anakin spinning image, pretending to drive a ship, you know? And yeah. just, we know that, we know that's Luke's, oh, we know that's Luke's ultimate goal is to get off Tatooine and he wants to explore Oh, if I you love think Wars. about it, it's like it's like looking at his grandkid. Yeah. Because like he like raised, he Anakin, raised Anakin from like when he was like a little and kid. He, Padme was really close to Padme, and it's yeah. just like he know he's one of the only people that you know, quote unquote, knows what's going down and what's happening. And it's like this is literally the son of Darth Vader, and nobody has figured it out yet. It's so it's such a precious thing to watch over, and it's so dangerous. Um. But yeah, and then we end up seeing one of my favorite parts of this episode was he brings the little ship pieces and he just leaves them there for Luke. And we do see Luke later on playing with that yeah. in A New Hope, which is just, I appreciate those little those little moments because they just mean a lot in retrospect. If you know, you know. It's just beautiful. But If you know, you know. If you know, you know. We do see Owen, Uncle Owen, get pretty pissed off at him about this, though. Excuse Bless me. you. Um, we do see Owen getting pretty pissed off at him about this just because, you know, what happened with Anakin. He doesn't want it to happen to Luke. He's very scared and rightfully so. I mean, Anakin, that shit, that shit's tragic, you know? Lost everything is now Darth Vader, but apparently they don't know that. They don't know it's Anakin. So shout out to Uncle Owen for standing up to Obi-Wan. That's pretty, pretty tough thing to do, but not, it doesn't seem like it now because he's kind of defeated for sure. Probably tell. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like... like- Beating up an old man. Right. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it either. It was kind of bullying, honestly. And it's like, Obi-Wan is just being nice. Yeah. He's just trying to, you know, like, it's okay if the kid And it's like, ships. Obi-Wan's like a really good guy, too. He's a good it's role like, model. How are you even... How are you so dense that you don't realize, like, a good person when you see one? Or the energy, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... you could, you should be able to tell from his energy and his actions and... The way he conducts himself, that he's a good guy. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's never done anything bad to them or harmed them, and he couldn't be with Anakin every single moment. Yeah, it makes me think that Owen's just a fucking douche. He is a douche, a little bit. But he's protective over Luke, which is what somebody needs to do for Luke yeah. right now, so I appreciate that. Um, I do hope that we get to see Baru and her relationship with Luke. I want to see, like, almost like a scene where she asks him, like, what he wants to do or, like, what he wants to be when he grows up or just... I hope she ends up being, like, the mediator between Luke or uh, between Owen and, like, Obi-Wan or something. Because we never really see her relationship with Luke in um, the original trilogy. But we do know she's there and we do know Luke respects her and he loves her. And so I think it would be cool to kind of have her come in in one of these episodes. Yeah, it's like his foster family. Yeah, it's his his mom. And obviously, like, Luke is a really good guy. He was raised really well. He was raised well, yeah. Obviously. And that has a lot to do with, like, female influences. Like, Mm -hmm. becoming a good person. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, it'd be be pleasant. It'd be a cool little little Clearly, he had a very loving home life. Right. Because of how good of a person he came out as. Right. You know, he was a little mouthy but that's because like they weren't gonna say anything to him you know yeah he's, he's like hey, we just want to go you know play spaceman yeah. or whatever mark hamill you were a little whiny yeah um 
Ah, uh, yeah. So that was all in episode one, you guys, and it was incredible. We did get episode two the same night, same premiere, right after episode one, and this one it picks up a little bit. We do get to see the planet. Oh, we do know that um, Leia ends up. We we didn't really touch base on this. Leia ends up. She explores Alderaan a lot, and she's running around, and she's running in the forest, and out of nowhere you see Flea climbing shit. Yeah, just being doing what little Leia would do. Um, Using decoys like Miss Padme Amidala herself. Right? Yeah. Wow. Seeing that decoy Fuck trick. yeah. She's got her little handmaidens. Yeah. Um, and then we see, we meet Lola, her little droid, who is so cute. And then we also, she's in the forest and we kind of see shit's about to go down. Somebody's trying to get her. And Flea from the Chili Peppers is just right there yeah. in action. Um, so oh, they, and I just want to say, I think the word is anthropomorphizing. But like... Basically giving a personality to, like, an object that isn't, like, human. Um, it, sh- it shows a degree of compassion in a person. Yeah. So the fact that Luke and Leia are very prone to treating droids with respect yeah. and giving them, like, personalities and even cause- calling them, like, friends, mm-hmm. it's actually a really good quality to have, like, low-key, like, in a person. So it just it's just, like, a little random insight it's important like how good of people that they are i i love that i love that we kind of see it through their whole family line too with um young anakin you know making 3po and always being with r2 and just i love the droid presence in star wars and yeah i think it does say a lot about you if you respect droids which leia for sure is respecting droids all the time until later in her life when she stops caring but when she's a kid she really likes it um but yeah, so basically Leia um, gets captured uh, by Reva and these Flea people, or they bring Flea and his whole troop brings them, brings her to Reva, um, and we end up going to this planet. And the whole thing is a trap to yeah. get Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan to come out. So what does Reva know, you know? Like, does she know anything? Does she know who what whose daughter that is? I think is? she knows that he's friends with bail with bail yeah. unless because she because she's been looking through some archives she knows something. she knows stuff she knows something for sure she claimed that it was just that she knew that obi-wan kenobi had a relationship with um leia's dad maybe bail she Organa. doesn't maybe she doesn't know there's twins maybe she thinks it's just one kid you know because like luke and leia never knew they well, i don't know if she knows that it's like anakin's kid Right. She might. Because she doesn't really... She allude. has besties with Anakin. Yeah. Maybe they, like, talk in private. But yeah. also, it didn't seem... I don't even know. They're kind of, like, not really being specific with what people know here, you know? Like, we don't know if Vader knows. Like, But to me, it's like, how does he not feel that Force connection with them, like, right away, you know? With Padme and just, you know? But he could be so far gone and just in hatred right now that he can't. Yeah. But um, basically we see Obi-Wan rescues her. They end up on this really cool planet that reminds you of Madripoor, Dayu. Um, which yeah. is, yeah, it's just this just lit up, really cool place. And Leia and um, Obi-Wan are running through and we meet Kumail, Kumail. Kumail Nanjiani. Nanjiani. Um, Kingo from Eternals. A great addition. Again, he's pretending to be this like fake Jedi. <laughs> People are paying him off and he's pretending to use the force. It's so funny. So but he comedic. actually does work for the rebels. He does. Yeah. He's like it all in all, he's a great guy. Got to do, Not, you got to do to make money sometimes, yeah. I guess. Survivalist, right? Um, yeah, I but, wouldn't say he's a great guy, but he's no. definitely 
not a he's evil. Not, he's guy. not one of the bad ones. He doesn't have malintentions, you know. Yeah, he's just he has his coin, you know. Yeah, we do see. Um, I want to point out a uh, very defeated-looking clone trooper begging for money and food, who is played by none other than Tamora Morrison, our original yes. Django and Boba. <laughs> That's, and Obi-Wan walks right by him, and I just feel like they have to know who each other are, you know, like they have to recognize each other, because Obi-Wan is no, wearing Jedi. No, because he doesn't know every clone in but the world. He, he, but, like, he did, in the Clone Wars, he had the markings of the 501st, and that's who, like, Ahsoka and Anakin were, like, really partnered with, so I oh. feel like he has to know, but also it's like Obi-Wan is walking around trying to be hidden in the, the Jedi robe, the Jedi getup, you know? It's, like, very... It's very dumb. Obvious. Yeah, like, there's parts of that where it's just, like, whatever, we're gonna ignore it, because we love the content, but... Um, so yeah, that was a cool little addition. We do end the show, um, Obi-Wan and Leia get away in episode two and Reva ends up, she has a lot of these, uh, difficult arguments with the Grand Inquisitor dude. Um, and she just fucking gets them with her lightsaber. So that was badass. Don't underestimate Reva, you guys. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, uh, what's like, did she actually kill him? Cause there's a Grand Inquisitor in Rebels, which takes place a couple years later. And I guess some people are saying, like, they don't exactly look the same. They might be from the same species, but it's probably not the same guy. Yeah. Or some people are like, maybe he survived it. But I'm going to say it's probably not the same guy. They probably get a new Grand Inquisitor. I could see him being death, dead and both alive, but I'm just like, okay, Darth Maul was cut in half and he's alive. Like, he can't be dead from that, one step, yeah, right? True, like, true. if he's alive and he's alive. Um, and then we do get the first look at Vader at the end of this episode, and we do realize... Um, Obi-Wan finds out, you know, that Anakin is alive and just the scene ends with him saying, Anakin, we get that scene of Vader and it was just like, holy shit. Incredible. Incredible. It was quite the Incredible, amazing scene. show stopping. Never been done before. <laughs> no. um, so that was great. Um, and then, yeah, we go we go into episode three, which just dropped last night, you guys. So we are definitely going to be heavy spoiler with us right now if you haven't seen it. Okay, so episode three, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Don't really remember how it starts, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and say cold open <laughs> yeah. on Reva and Darth Vader Oof. on their FaceTime. Oh, man. Heart, heart, heart. You know that they're sending Snapchats back and forth. With They're the best friends on Snapchat, bay. yeah. Like, I, there's some <laughs> sexual tension going on between the two of there them. There is, right? There has to be. There's I some, felt it. There was sexy tings between them. Or either that or I was just projecting because I was so incredibly jealous that I never got to FaceTime Vader. <laughs> Weirdly, like, also, maybe I was projecting. Because I'm, was like, definitely like, not high-key into him as you are, but... Yeah. I was, I was like, like, this is sexual. Yeah, it was like just very like, oh, you won't you won't live to regret or something like that. And you just saw her face. She's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> he knows just like, what to say. She seemed like sexually thrilled <laughs> during her conversation with him. That oh, was. <laughs> I don't blame her. We are not going to sex shame on this show. That like, was the odd her. thing about it. Yeah. I love it. Um, but. Yeah, so we see that she's she's having communications with Vader behind, not necessarily, like, in purpose behind everyone's back, but, like, Vader is obviously, like, giving her a little bit of trust, and he wants her to lead the mission, which the other dude, 
the guy with the little get up, the hat, he's kind of an asshole. He doesn't really um, respect her at all. And he doesn't realize that she's like talking to Vader. He doesn't even believe her. Yeah. So she's like, I'm just going to do this all on my own. One of them brothers. Yeah. And so. Um, Maybe the fifth. <laughs> so they, they send everybody to that. I forget the name, the planet they're all on with the transport where Obi-Wan and Leia is where they're supposed to meet somebody, right? Um, so we see like Obi-Wan and Leia. They go to the spot where they're supposed to meet one of the rebels um yeah tala tala and nobody's there so they end up pitching a ride with none other than this guy named freck who is voiced by zach braff yes so funny he okay so at first i'm like oh this guy seems really cool and nice and leah's is a really good sense yeah like what kind of people right how how they behave and because she can read people really well because she's force sensitive yeah so we think he's going to be good, but then he ends up saying, like, some shitty things. Like, oh, yeah, like, bless the Empire. Like, you guys are Empire lovers and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, drops them off to the clone troopers. Right. He's like, you better check these motherfuckers out. They seem weird. Right. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I got a good vibe from, vibe from him right away, and I was just like, oh, okay, cool. That was shitty. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but then we see, you know, Obi-Wan in action again. You think they tease the lightsaber and then he gets the blaster instead. And um, then right after that, conveniently, we meet Tala, who was the person that was supposed to come meet them. Mm-hmm. And she takes them through the little city where the Inquisitors are already um, at and, you know, scoping everybody out. So they end up going to this really cool, like, hidden room with a droid that can't speak, but Leia automatically is, like, giving respect to and just, like... Ned B. Yeah, and just, like, oh, he needs a, you know, like, what if he wants to talk? What if he wants to say something, you know? Um, and so then we see, like, this... But he, but she says, uh, actions... Speak... Speak louder than words or something like that. Something of that nature. Which Which is is so true. Very true. And then this motherfucker's got that, like, what does he have, like, a wrench behind his back? Or a hammer or something. Yeah, he was, like, like, ready to bonk those I loved it. He was, it was, like, the Arthur grip. He was, like, (laughs) gripping. He was so cute. He was the best part of that episode. He was cute. Fucking Um, transport droids. (laughs) But, um, and so then they go in, like, this back room, and you kind of see some of these markings that are left on the room, and Tala explains to them that, they smuggle like Jedi and force sensitive people through there. And there's been a lot of Jedi that have come through, which is fucking awesome. There's a couple like different allusions to characters they have on that wall from the Star Wars lore and just like even like a Star Wars trading game and just like random things. But it was cool that Obi-Wan like mentioned and knew some of them because it's giving him we're building up his hope again, I think. Right. Like we're leading to a new hope. And this guy is so defeated and he's finally getting out of his little like planet and he's realizing, oh my god, there's Jedi out there. People have made it. People have survived. Like, what if we could, you know, it's do something. But then, of course, you look back outside and it's all of a sudden nighttime and he senses something. Right. And they're they're literally about to go through this tunnel. And he's like, and it's like, go, run, run, you know? And it's Vader. And he just, he can't believe, I totally get it. He can't believe it's him. I think through the darkness, he hasn't really... He's let go of Anakin because it isn't Anakin anymore. It is, but it isn't, right? Like, he's too clouded by the dark side. So I can, and Obi-Wan probably just disconnected himself so nobody can connect to his force, right? So nobody knows where he is. Um, But yeah, he sees Vader and he's just kind of like staring at him and he's like sneaking around trying to get a better look at him. And of course, Vader's like, I'm going to force choke everybody so Obi-Wan comes out because I know Obi-Wan will save them. And Obi-Wan's just watching like, like, yeah, I can't do this yet. 
And then they have like kind of a little roundabout thing where they end up crossing paths. And you guys. Holy shit. Vader got revenge. Vader, it was like a scene oh from Mustafar. Oh my god. It was literally a scene from Mustafar. Fucking lights up, gets this like fucking flammable Rags oil shit. Lights it on fire. Fucking yeah. Like that was painful to watch. It was something else. I didn't think, and we do get to see them battle a little bit, and we see how they're both yeah. kind of off. Like, Vader is in this huge suit. He's kind of, like, stumbling. He, he no can't arms. run, right? He's kind that, of just, like, awkward. That's the tank really doing much Right, for him. it really he isn't. Can't back limbs. <laughs> um, he's basically, like, a Lego at this point. And Obi-Wan <laughs> is definitely, like, dusty, too, and also doesn't really... We finally get to see his lightsaber. He, dusty, dusty. He's a little dusty. He's a little rusty. Um... And he do, he's not really on his feet, but also it's like, oh my God, this is the first time he's been reconnected with Anakin yeah. since Mustafar. And he's like, who is, like, he's scared. He obviously never wanted to kill Anakin. He didn't kill him. And yeah. obviously he's just like, oh my, holy shit, what have you become? This is the worst case scenario right now, yeah. you know? And it's like, Vader's like, you should have killed me when you had the chance and blah, 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 you know? But, um. He thought he did. Yeah. He'd be killing people all the time thinking that they're think, dead and then they don't die. Right. I don't know if he thinks. I think he left it open-ended. I think he thought I there was no Obi-Wan fucking way. Obi-Wan is, like, too good. He's too good. Like, yeah, he can't kill anyone. He'll just let you burn to a crisp, he but he like, won't kill you. He, and, or, or lightsaber you in half. <laughs> but but you, you can never die. But you can never die. <laughs> Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, never, yeah. Obi-Wan never finished. He never finishes the job. He never finishes. That needs, a, needs Obi-Wan to be on a shirt. never finishes. That needs to be on a shirt for Obi-Wan sure. comes last. He would. Oh my god, he would! It's so amazing. What is that like for his good guys, um, nice guys finish last? It needs to be just. Now take I it understand off. where it came from. Take it off. We can't. We, people are gonna steal this and market it. That's a <laughs> genius idea. Nice guys finish last. I can't. Um. Anyway, so we see that whole scene, which was insane. In the background, we do see... Um, so we do have Indira Varma playing Tala, who is Elena Sa- Alana Sand... I'm saying that wrong. Elena, whatever, from Game of Thrones. She plays none other than Mando, uh, Prince Oberyn's wife in Game of Thrones. She's definitely having a huge influence on Leia. Leia's watching her put on her like little belt, her, her blasters, and she's like, why are you doing this? Like, oh my gosh, can you teach me how to shoot a, a blaster? All these things, and it's just like you're literally seeing Leia be programmed in her influence because it didn't really seem like her mom had much influence on her. Her mom was kind of just like, wear your garments. You have to impress people, blah, 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 you know? And Bale's like, just be you. You're you're important. You're special, you know? And this lady, I feel like, is going to have a huge influence on her, and thank God she lives. I didn't think she was going to make it out, you know? Yeah. Because she saves Obi-Wan a little bit. It's all kind of cheesy. She's going to be in the show more, I'm sure. For sure. She Yeah, you can tell she just is important to the, like... And then die when yeah. it really hurts. I know. <laughs> I know. I hope not. I hope not. Um, But, yeah, so that was, uh, in summary, episode three. It was absolutely insane. We finally got to see that Darth Vader, um, Obi-Wan reunion, and it was everything we needed it to be. And more honestly, they surpassed it. I can't believe, you know. It was, it was kind of cheesy, because I don't think either of them can really kill each other. <laughs> They're kind of just like, Vader wants revenge, but then even when he was letting him, you know, sizzle a little bit in there, he was like, take him and bring him to me. You know, he wasn't like, you know, like done. I wonder what his plan is. It's interesting. I think, I think one, 
I don't, there's so many things like we don't know. Like we don't know Vader if he really thinks his kids are alive. We don't know what happened to Padme. We think he, well, you think Padme, he thinks he killed, Emperor lied to him and said he killed Padme in his rage, which is right. kind of true. Um, but does he know that his kids survived, right? Yeah. I feel like he has to sense something because it's Vader. Um, but also it's just like, what are, what would his plans be though? Just to torture him? Like what would he really do besides torture him? But was he trying to get information from the rebellion? Like he probably has this greater picture of Obi-Wan thinking he's doing something and Obi-Wan's literally just minding his own fucking business. But, yeah, it's like weird. Like he doesn't want to kill him or he does. Because he doesn't want to get o- He doesn't want to just get it over with. Like he wants to savor the death. Yeah. It's... It's a lot, and I can't wait for episode four. I feel like they're going to still keep it open-ended, though, you know? Because, like, when I was kind of confused when he's just like, Obi-Wan's like, Anakin. Like, I thought everyone knew that he became Vader. Like, I thought news would have gotten out on the galaxy. If these Inquisitors are everywhere and they're working for Lord Vader, like, I don't know. I I just feel like it's almost like a missed thing that went right over their heads, and it would be almost dumb for him not to realize. Like, he's, he's one of the best most intelligent Jedi out there ever, like, he would know, you know? But there's the the, the Force and dark, the darkness, that dark side, the Emperor, all that shit gets really clouded, and I'm sure Obi-Wan is very removed from it emotionally. Right. But um, it does really add some different complex emotional levels to it, and we see, we see, you can feel the pain in their fight. They had the ultimate bromance, you know? They were soulmates, in a sense, and it was... It's really sad that this is what happened, but and we didn't. Did they? What? I think they had a great romance. Oh yeah. Did they? I feel like yeah. they were constantly fighting. But it was and like like at each other's throats. It was like brother bickering. It was like sibling bickering, and it was like at I the mean, end of the day. Like love. I think they loved them, each other. But there was definitely like a lot of problems. I think towards the end, when in like Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin, you know, when the stakes got a little higher, when Padme was pregnant, when he was hiding it from everybody, even though Obi Wan basically knew the whole time, probably. Like I think Anakin started. Yeah, I think Obi Wan is a good friend. Yeah. But I don't think that Anakin was ever a good friend to Obi Wan. I think, I think he was. I think he was. I think he was overall. I think he never meant to do any to him except murder right. him now yeah and, then and a, a new hope before. and a new hope he just wanted to sizzle him a little bit and then he and wanted then eventually to eventually kill him he wanted him to like end up being I don't know maybe he wanted to just sizzle him like he was and then put him in a suit and make him sif who knows you never know what if he's gonna try to like turn Obi-Wan into sif it's a fate worse than death I know I mean and Obi-Wan would yeah um yeah, you guys, that's the first three episodes of Obi-Wan. There's a lot going on in this show. Um, they're really great episodes. Deborah Chow is doing the Lord's work. I'm so grateful that we get to see um, some of our favorite characters alive back in action. It's amazing they brought Hayden Christensen back. I'm glad people are loving on him now after all the hate the prequels got because the prequels were not bad. And yes, everybody deserves a second chance. Indeed. And even Vader gets second and third chances. So he got multiple. He, gets a lot he of got chances. too many chances. I know, already, honestly. But I guess eventually he saves Luke. So yeah, which is so weird. It's a whole interesting. There's some good in him. That's it's what Padme said. They're just that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to like learn and see more between Leia and Ben and all these things, like. 
Okay, so you know how Leia says that in in the in the original movies, she tells Luke because he's like, "Do you remember your mom?" And she's like, "Just flashes." But it's like, how would she know? How would she see anything like that? I'm beginning Dreams, to think maybe. that Obi Wan is gonna show her something. I'm gonna tell her stuff, yeah. Or like show her like through his mind. I think they're both yeah. connected by their Jedi Force. Like, well, she alludes to that on the transport. She's like, you knew my mother. Yeah, she knew. So, and it, that was like, oh my God, that totally pulled, pulled at your heartstrings. And yeah, I mean, that would be really cool. I think she probably sees like dreams of her, maybe even Bale eventually says stuff, you know, or like mentions a very, you know, But how would she senator. see flashes? Dreams or something with the forest, maybe. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I think that Obi Wan is gonna, gonna show, show her, her how to, yeah. No, show her visions like in his mind, and then she can see the visions. Okay. That's what I think. I hope. I hope we get a Padme flashback. That'd be fucking sick. I think yeah. I think he's. Gonna, That'd be uh, sick. Natalie Portman is with Disney right now. Come on, she could have stopped by a studio and did a little cameo. I think Leia's gonna be like, "Can you please like show me like something from my mom since you knew her?" And I bet. Obi-Wan's gonna be like, yeah, of course. There you go. Here's my memories of her. Kind of like a pensive. Oh, yeah. Throw it in there. You got some Harry Potter terminology yeah. coming in. Hot. I would love to see a pensive. That was the coolest part of Harry Potter. That yeah, was, that was that really was so cool. cool. Damn, Harry Potter was such a good I want a pensive. Um. R.I.P. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> oh, um. my God, that reminds me. Happy Pride Month, you guys. Yes. Be here, be queer. Be who you are. Be who you are. Love yourself. We love you no matter what. We love you no Unless matter you're who you love. As long as you love, then we love you. Yes. Hell yeah. All right. I think that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube. Thank you for um, subscribing to Patreon. You guys yeah. are fucking awesome. You guys are being so supportive and our YouTube has grown. We've gotten over 300 subscribers in the past month. Thank you so much if you watched that Thor Love and Thunder uh, video. That officially surpassed our most watched video, which was our Spider-Man Far From Home trailer way back when. Um, it's so cool to which see. Which was like big for us. That was we were huge. like, what the We were shit? freaking out. I remember the first one that ever got a little bit of attention was our Dune one and we got like 8,000 views on that and we were like tripping. We were like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, you guys, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much for your support. Um, yeah, we appreciate you greatly and we do have some stuff we're going to post on the Patreon. We're going to start doing live watches of episodes we're editing right now. We unfortunately cannot post a lot of these on YouTube just because of copyright, you know, infringements and YouTube is pretty strict with that. Um, and also Disney Plus, they want their money, so we can't really show Moon Knight or Obi Wan for free. Yeah. I get it. But the trailers. Kinko need his coin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Bye.